بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم أما بعد وفي رواية لمسلم ما من أمير يلي أمور المسلمين ثم لا يجهد لهم وينصح لهم إلا لم يدخل معهم الجنة ونعيشة رضي الله عنها قالت سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول في بيتي هذا اللهم من ولي من أمر أمتي شيئا فشق عليهم فاشقق عليه ومن ولي من أمر أمتي شيئا فرفق بهم فارفق به رواه مسلم The previous hadith we discussed the narrator was Abu Ya'la Ma'qib bin Yasar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu he says, I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa saying that a person who is appointed in a position of authority over a group of my ummat and he passes away in such a condition that he has deceived those under his authority, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make jannat haram upon him. That hadith we already discussed in the riwayat of Muslim Sharif Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ma min amir. A person is appointed as an amir, a leader, given a position of authority, yali umur al-muslimin, over a group of Muslims. Thumma la yajhadu lahum. Thereafter, having been given this position of authority, he does not exert himself on their behalf, nor does he have Nasiha, in other words, their goodwill doesn't advise them correctly, except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never allow him to enter Jannat with them. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha is a narrator of the next hadith. She says, I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Yaqulu fi bayti hadha. I heard Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying this in this very house of mine. We've discussed this many times in the past, that when sahaba kiram for example, say, it is almost as if I can visualize the day, or I heard with these ears of mine. We find these type of expressions in ahadith to give the audience this itminan, this contentment of, this, of the heart, that what I am telling you is definitely the truth. I can remember it, I can visualize it, and this is a similar example of that where Aisha radiallahu says, I heard Nabi Islam saying this in this very house of mine. I heard him saying this in this very house of mine. In other words, be rest assured. Have absolutely no doubt whatsoever in what I am relaying to you, that I am relaying it to you with complete amanadari, with trustworthiness. I can remember it 100%. What was it? Allahumma, she says, I heard him making this dua, entreating Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allahumma man waliya min amri ummati shay'an. O Allah, anyone who is given a position of authority of my, over, over my ummat, to whatever extent, fashaqqa alayhim, after being given this position of authority, he makes things difficult for them. He is hard, he is harsh. He is unduly difficult with them. Fashquq alayhi. 
Oh Allah, you make things difficult for him. Anybody given an opposition of authority over my ummah and he makes things difficult for them, Oh Allah, you make things difficult for him. Make it tight for him. Make it hard for him. وَمَنْ وَلِيَ مِنْ أَمْرِ أُمَّتِي شَيْئًا And that person who is given a position of trust over my ummah, فَرَفَقَ بِهِمْ The word rifq, we've discussed it previously, it has connotations of kindness, of soft-naturedness, of being compassionate. Oh Allah, somebody is given a position of authority, he is kind, he is compassionate, he is considerate. فَرْفُقْ بِهِ Oh Allah, you also become compassionate and kind towards him. This is a dua which Rasulullah made. On the one hand, it is bad dua. It is a curse. وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ Allah says, we do not send you as anything, anything, anything but a mercy to the entire alam. So when that zat and that being who from head to toe is the very epitome of mercy and compassion, when he makes bad dua for someone, then we can understand how important and what a grave warning there is in that particular bad dua of Rasulullah How much this upset the Nabi of Allah. What? A person being given a position of authority and then making things difficult for people underneath him. Now when we talk of position of authority, one is obviously in an Islamic context, if it's an Islamic state, you have the leader. Or in an Islamic court, somebody who's appointed as a judge. But even in our day-to-day life, pertinent to us, in our context also. A father, a mother is someone given a position of authority. Likewise, a teacher, an ustad, that is someone given a position of authority. Sometimes you go in jamaat, you go in the path of Allah, somebody is appointed as amir, that person is given a position of authority. Trustee of an Islamic organization, or those given a position of trust over some finances, whatever it may be. Whenever you are given a position of authority, all these ahadis that we've discussed, the overriding or the overall message that we learn is that don't desire position of authority. If it is given to you, it is an amanat, it is a trust. Tire yourself, finish yourself, exert yourself in fulfilling this amanat and trust. As a teacher, look after those that you are teaching. Be kind, compassionate towards them. Doesn't mean give them their own way, no. It means that that knowledge that you are disseminating to them, do it in a compassionate and a kind manner. Do not be unnecessarily harsh. Do not be unnecessarily cruel. Do not turn them away. Likewise, as parents, your children, to instill deen in them is an amanat, a trust. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, anyone given a position of authority, he makes dua for such a person. If you are kind and considerate and fulfill the amanat dari of this trust, then may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be kind to you. On the other hand, grave warning, we are reiterating, he says, Allahumma man waliya min amri ummati shay'an. Anyone given a position of authority over my ummat that is unnecessarily harsh or cruel, then Ya Allah, you become harsh towards such a person. وَنَبِي هُرَيْرَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَلَى نُقَالَ قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ كَانَتْ بَنُوا إِسْرَائِيلِ تَسُوسُهُمُ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ كُلَّمَا هَلَكَ نَبِيٌّ خَلَفَهُ نَبِيٌّ 
وإنه لا نبي بعدي وسيكون خلفاء فيكثرون قالوا يا رسول الله فما تأمرنا قال أوفوا ببيعة الأول فالأول أعطوهم حقهم واسألوا الله الذي لكم فإن الله سائلهم عما استرعاهم متفق عليه Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, The Bani Israel were led by the Anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam. Whenever a Nabi would pass away, he would be replaced with another Nabi. This was the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the previous ummats. Their spiritual leaders and their guides were Anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam. Anbiya would come they would come with da'wat and the effort of deen, the effort of hidayat. Allah Ta'ala would use them to establish his deen. Nabi Wasallam said, Kullama halaka nabiyun. When a nabi passed away, we would send another nabi. Like we see amongst the Bani Israel, ulama mentioned up to 4,000 anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam throughout the ages were sent to them. This carried on. وَإِنَّهُ لَا نَبِيَّ بَعْدِي until this chain of nubuwwat culminated with the coming of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He came with what we call khatm nubuwwat, the seal of prophethood. مَا كَانَ مُحَمَّدٌ أَبَا أَحَدٍ مِنْ رِجَالِكُمْ وَلَكِنْ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ وَخَاتَمَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ بِكُلِّ شَيْنَ عَلِيمًا This is our aqidah, our belief, the ijma', the consensus of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. That the final Nabi and Prophet was Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We have to believe in the khatm nubuwwat of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. To believe that there is any other new Nabi to come after him is kufr. And a person who has such a belief will come out of the pale of Islam. So coming back to this hadith, وَإِنَّهُ لَا نَبِيَّ بَعْدِي Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, there is no Nabi to come after me. So who will be the leaders? Who will be the guides? وَسَيَكُونُ خُلَفَاءَ فَيَكْثُرُونَ he said there will be khulafa, that is, vicegerents, they will become the leaders of the ummah. Fayakthurun, there will be many in number. So the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, fama ta'muruna. O Nabi of Allah, what do you command us with regards to these khulafa? Nabi Islam said, fulfill the bayat, the pledge of allegiance with the first and then the next. Fulfill their haq, their right. Those that are appointed as leaders over you, as we mentioned, first and foremost in an Islamic context, the subjects are required to take bayat, an oath of allegiance at the hands of the leader, that they will follow them. And Nabi Islam said, that is their haq, their right. Fulfill their right. What happens, the next question, what happens if they do not fulfill your right? If leader, leaders are appointed over you, someone is an amir, someone is given a position of authority over you, that person does not fulfill your right. Do you rebel against him? What do you do? Allah's Rasul said, fulfill their right. If they do not fulfill your right, then ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wasalullah alladhi lakum. Ask Allah ta'ala for what is due to you. In other words, in other words, ask Allah to guide your leaders. And, and those who are oppressive, those do not, who do not fulfill your right, make dua to Allah Ta'ala that Allah either guides them or Allah replaces them with other leaders that will fulfill your right. 
فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ سَائِلُهُمْ عَمَّسْتَرْعَاهُمْ Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to question them with regards to those who were their subjects, those whom they ruled over. Again, my respected brothers, this underlying message, leadership is not something to aspire for. Leadership is an amanat, and Allah Ta'ala is going to question us with regards to that. Just for our information, like we mentioned, some of these things are not pertinent to our situation, but refer to an Islamic context where obviously there is an Islamic leader that is appointed. What happens if that person commands you with something that is against shariat? There, obviously, the ulama ikram mentioned, they say, لا طاعة لمخلوق في معصية الخالق You will not obey the creation when it means the disobedience of the creator. At all times, we obey the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If a leader has been appointed over you, he is commanding you with that which is against shariat, you will have to make sabr. You will not obey him in breaking the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But it doesn't mean also you will have to rebel. No. You will make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah guides such a leader and if he persists upon his zulm and oppression, then you make dua to Allah ta'ala that Allah replaces him with one who will bring alive the shariat and who will fulfill the rights of his subjects. Allah give us tawfiq subhanahu wa ta'ala.